What's going on, guys? We are going into week three of April here, the 18th through the 23rd. We're just going to take a look at these workouts, strength, warm-ups, everything in between uh, to see what we're doing this week. So just a refresher on the month themes. We have electricity discipline is weightlifting, system is ventilation, virtuosity is body weight, fun is hero workouts, and then assessments are deadlift and running. So we are one week away from those assessments, so we're getting down to it on the deadlifts, getting into sets of three here, and then the running is getting very close to mile um, distance and density, I would say, with the rest being very short, so the 400-meter runs uh, are coming pretty quick there and getting very close to a straight-through mile. So we'll also see a lot of body weight in here, so strict handstand push-ups, chest-to-bar pull-ups, you'll just see a lot of body weight type, and especially on a, on Saturday here with our hero workout, very body weight um, focused on that as well. <clears throat> and then, of course, we have uh, some overhead squats hitting the weightlifting for the strength. Also, um, body weight virtuosity finding its way into the strength as well with the pull-ups. Uh, so that's our quick overview here. And you probably noticed that this looks a lot different than it usually does at the top here. So we've kind of taken both of the uh, overview sections and mash them together so that you guys get a very good look at what we're doing. So you can see everything all at once from warm up to strength to accessory to extra credit uh, just at a glance. And then, you know, it's very easy to to uh, see how the whole week kind of stacks up. So let's go ahead and roll right into Monday here. So as I said, we do have our deadlift on Monday. So that means we're going to start with a lot of deadlift focused stuff in the warmups. We have RDLs, front leaning rest to down dog, bent hollow hold, and then extended child's pose. Again, just getting us ready for the deadlift and then some other things to come in the workout. So with the deadlift, we have 15 minutes to get to a heavy set of three building throughout. So we should be setting ourselves up for a level up next week. So getting a good idea of what your uh, one rep max you're shooting for is, and then kind of dropping from there for a set of three um, should be about, I mean, 85 to 90% of that one rep max for that set of three. <clears throat> so just shooting for around that and making sure the technique is super solid. You're moving the bar very well. And then for the earlier levels, we have five reps and then eight reps as we go down to white and yellow. So then getting into the workout here. So this is our strict handstand push-up workout. So the movement review is going to be focused on those handstand push-ups and just getting everyone comfortable being upside down in that awkward position and just coordinating um, that uh, overhead position for everyone. And then the system here is going to be breathe and burn. So BPP levels considerations are upper body push for those handstand pushups and deadlift for the deadlift weight. And then the goal here is sub 10 minutes. So we have dolphin fin here, four time, five, four, three, two, one of strict handstand pushups with 10 deadlifts in between each set or after each set rather. And then every break on either the handstand pushup or the deadlift is a hundred meter shuttle. And then as we scale this workout, uh, strict handstand push-ups turn to piked handstand push-ups for orange through purple and then go to dumbbell press for the earliest levels. Then we throw the 100-meter shuttle in between the handstand push-up and the deadlift so there's no penalty. Just because the 
the drop from a strict handstand push-up to a piked, they're likely not going to have to break the pike or they're not going to have to break it as often. So we just threw the 100-meter shuttle in there to make sure everyone's getting the same type of workout and the same stimulus throughout. And then deadlift weight will drop as we go down until we get to kettlebell deadlifts uh, for white. You can add up to two ab mats for the strict handstand push-ups just to make sure that we're staying safe and we're still you know, moving controlled through full range of motion and not slamming our head on the ground or, you know, really grinding too much out of the bottom. So ideally handstand pushups are unbroken, but because they are strict and that's pretty tough for the Brown athletes, um, breaking that up into two sets for the five and the four, um, might be a good move. Just eat that hundred meter shuttle. So you can, so you can maintain quality on those handstand pushups. If you know that five is pretty close to a max set, don't try to push that right away, right? Leave yourself a little room and a little space for the later rounds. Deadlift should be pretty smooth and unbroken. You don't have to rush through these, but you know, definitely don't break these up. Don't stop. Make sure we're hitting tight technique. After the heavy deadlifts earlier, this should be pretty easy. So that shouldn't be an issue. And then for these earlier levels, when we're hitting the shuttle, pretty deliberate on that pace. So don't use this as a recovery. We should be moving pretty quick on that shuttle to get back in for the deadlifts. And then just picking up the pace a little bit, or that's just the urgency as you get down into the single digits here, eight, six, four, six, four, two, uh, these later rounds for these earlier levels. So our breathe and burn system descriptor here, burning will increase steadily with each round with breathing remaining constant, but peaking in the shuttle run. So that's pretty consistent with what we were talking about there. And then the extra credit running. So again, we're getting closer to that straight 1600 meters one mile in a row so we have 400 meter run rest 30 seconds times four at goal pace or faster so ideally it's a little bit faster because we do have that 30 second rest you just want to get comfortable at those faster paces so that you're able to go into the mile and maintain a little bit of a slower pace but you know how it feels to run a little bit faster and you can kick at the end but it's just getting comfortable running right the skill of running the skill of breathing through running uh, so that we have a definite level up next week. So that is Monday. We can slide into Tuesday here. So Tuesday we have a 21 minute AMRAP with a mixed bag of movements here, a couple interesting movements. We'll get there in a sec. We're going to start with the warm up. So we're going to start with dumbbell goblet squats, then go into dumbbell presses, shoulder taps, and then lizard stretch for eight minutes. And then our movement review is going to be double unders because that is the most technical movement we're doing in here. Um, and, you know, we always love to get our double under practice in whenever we can just sharpen that neurological sword a little bit. So people are learning that new skill or, you know, maybe not new for some, but a relatively new skill with the double under and then reviewing the remaining movements with whatever time you have left. So then getting into this, we have 21 minute AMRAP of single arm dumbbell front squats. 25-foot bear crawl, 10 GHD sit-ups, 25 double-unders. Again, 21 minutes for that. That is going to be a breathe-and-burn workout with front squat and neurological and core being the uh, levels considerations. And the goal here is 10-plus rounds. So whenever we have workouts like this uh, with smaller sets, long time period, the goal is just consistency across rounds for the entire workout. We want every round to look exactly the same. It's going to feel a little bit worse as you go, right? You're going to get more fatigued. Breathing's going to get up there a little bit. Burning is going to slowly build as we go. 
but we want to maintain consistency and quality and pace all the way through the 21 minutes. So unbroken dumbbell front squats, 25 foot bear crawl right away, just get it done. No reason to break on that really either. 10 GHC sit-ups, same thing, smooth and straight through. Double unders, same thing, unbroken, straight through. So where you'll rest is just the in-between, right? When we're transitioning, you get done with your dumbbell front squats, couple deep breaths, start your bear crawls, couple deep breaths, GHC sit-ups, couple deep breaths, jumping rope, right? But just maintaining that steady, consistent, constant pace. So as we go down on the, the scaling, weight will drop until we get to goblet squats for yellow and white. Bear crawl stays the same. Until we get to white, we change that to shoulder taps on the box just because sometimes the locomotion of the bear crawl and that single arm stability can be a little challenging. So shoulder taps are a good scale there. And then GHG sit-ups go to med ball sit-ups and anchored sit-ups as they normally do. And double unders, of course, will drop to single unders after they drop in reps a little bit for blue. So then our system descriptor here is for breathe and burn. Breathing and burning will increase right away in the first round and remain consistent through the remainder of the workout. So expect that burning and breathing to kind of get right up there right away in the first round. And then you're just kind of maintaining a uh, consistent feeling throughout. The burning and breathing will increase a little bit as you get into the later, you know, work through the rounds. But that initial kick in the first round will kind of set you up for the rest of the workout. So then we have a little bit of accessory to do. This is going to be a mixed bag as well. So prehab accessory for rounds for quality. We have 10 seated external shoulder rotations. So keeping the dumbbell pretty light on this so we can hit full range of motion, stay very controlled. 10 clamshells. So either with a band around the uh, just above the knee or you could do it just body weight and just work on that movement and the contraction at the top, that abduction uh, of the hip. And then five Peterson step-ups to a very low box so that we're able to control that movement and get a, a nice contraction in the, uh, the quad there. And also just working on stability in the knee. So again, we got four rounds and that will finish out our day. And we have extra credit here, breathe and mobilize, four minutes jog or row, three minute glute smash and floss each side and then three minute pigeon stretch each side times two. Again, just making sure that we're staying healthy and feeling good for the rest of the week. Now, moving right along into Wednesday, we have our pull-ups on this day, and then we have a pull-up box step over and kettlebell swing workout following that. But in our warm-up, we're pretty focused on those pull-ups. So we have four minutes, 10 scap pull-ups, 20 calf raises, then four minutes, 10 ring rows, and 15 air squats. Again, also getting ready for some of the stuff we have to do uh, later in the day, but two pulling focus movements there to get us ready for those pull-ups. So for the pull-ups, we have 15 minutes. Uh, the highest level here, Brown, is descending in reps. So five, four, three, two, one of weighted pull-ups, building to something heavy. Purple, three weighted pull-ups, and then we drop down to strict pull-ups, negatives, standing pull-ups with an active hang for the earliest level. So 15 minutes just working on uh, that lat activation for the pull-ups and then smoothing out that movement, particularly for blue and purple. Uh, through full range of motion there, making sure we get that chin all the way over the bar. But again, lat activation is our biggest priority in the pull-ups. And then sliding down into the workout here, so our movement review is going to be focused on those chest-to-bar pull-ups, um, really on the, the arch hollow swing, because everybody can do the arch hollow swing, and everyone will benefit from 
being able to control the arch hollow swing, whether it's for the chest of bar pull-ups or they're doing toes to bar, hanging knee raises, anything on the bar, anything with gymnastics, really, the arch hollow is kind of the, the foundation. So just getting very comfortable with that and being able to control that on the bar is very important. Um, and then we finish with some actual chest to bar practice. So then for the workout here, cement truck for total time, we have four rounds, 12 chest to bar pull-ups, 16 weighted box step overs with your kettlebell, and then 24 Russian kettlebell swings, resting 30 seconds between rounds. And that 30 second rest is there so that the chest to bar pull-ups can be pretty much unbroken throughout. And we're not breaking that up too much in order to start rounds really quickly, right? So we have that 30 minute re or 30 second reset rather and getting back into the chest of our pull-ups a little more fresh than we normally would. So this system is going to be breathe and burn. Levels considerations will be upper body pull and kettlebell, again, for the chest of our pull-ups, and then for the Russian kettlebell swing weight. And then our goal is sub 15 here. So again, chest of bar pull-ups, pull-ups, jumping chest of bar pull-ups, all of the variations as we go down should be unbroken and pretty consistent. We wanna move fairly quick here right into the box step over. So picking up that kettlebell, getting moving on those box step overs right away. And then again, a couple deep breaths, get started on those kettlebell swings right away. So with the 30 second rest, we should be able to reset uh, aerobically, especially, right? You should be able to settle your breath a little bit and get right back into your pace, that quick, deliberate pace um, immediately after. So all levels should be able to maintain that pretty high, high intensity throughout that high breathing pace. So scaling wise, as we go down, uh, chest of bars turn to pull-ups and then go to jumping variations all the way down to white. Weighted box stepovers will drop in height. And as the kettlebell weight drops for the kettlebell swing, the weight will drop for the step-ups as well. And then we go to regular box stepovers for the earliest levels with no weight and kettlebell swing weight will drop as we go down and reps will drop as we go down just so that all of those levels can maintain the intensity and unbroken sets all the way through. So again, holding the kettlebell on the step-ups. We don't need to grab any other weight for the weighted box step-overs, just holding on to that kettlebell that you're using for the swings. So our energy system descriptor here, breathe and burn, breathing and burning will increase gradually through the round and slightly recover in the rest, but will build with each round. So as you go, the breathing will end a little bit higher than it does in the previous round. Same thing with the burning, that burning will build round over round until you finish. Um, it'll get pretty close to a full body burn on that last round. What stops it is the, the speed of the box step overs. You can only do box step overs so quickly. Uh, so that will keep you from tipping over into a full lactic feeling. So you can thank the box step overs for that. But otherwise we're kind of chasing that towards the end with that, that high intensity, um, and that, that high breathing pace at the end. So that will finish off our day until we get to this extra credit here. So breathe and mobilize. We have four minute jog or bike, three minute calf smash on each side, three minute classic calf stretch on each side. And you will do this two times, or if you only have time for one, that's totally fine. Just getting something in um, at the end here to keep yourself feeling good for the remainder of the week. So then getting into Thursday here. So Thursday, we have a pretty interesting day because we have our main piece kind of being the bodybuilding here. And then we have a little breathing on the back end. But we're going to start with the warm up. So we're going to start with a 400 meter run, then get into three rounds of eight bodybuilders, 10 ankle circles, and then 10 leg swings. So pretty general warm up here. 
just to get us ready for the bodybuilding. So we have, again, a little bit different than what we're used to. We're taking this strength portion and focusing on bodybuilding for 25 minutes, um, using the first five minutes to review the movements. And then we have 20 minutes to do four sets of hip thrusts, glute bridge hold into four sets of Zotman curls and banded tricep extensions, resting as needed between those sets, but you only have 20 minutes. So make sure we're keeping an eye on the clock there. So scaling wise, barbell hip thrusts will turn into kettlebell hip thrusts and glute bridges. Glute bridge hold remains all the way through. And then Zotman curls and banded tricep extensions stay the same. The only thing that will change between the levels is presumably the weight. So make sure we're using an appropriate weight uh, to get the feeling that we're looking for. So the feeling that we're looking for, speaking of in bodybuilding, is that deep burn and pump feeling in the muscle. So for the, the hip thrust, it's obviously going to be in the glutes, a little bit in the hamstrings too, a tiny bit, but mostly glutes, 90% glutes. So making sure we're getting a hard squeeze, fully locking out the hips at the top, and then dropping the weight and just holding that isometric contraction to really hammer in that burn and that, that uh, activation in the glute. So we'll do that for four sets. You can add weight as you go, as long as we're getting that burning, that filling feeling by the end of every set. So then the same thing goes for these movements here, Zotman curls and banded tricep extensions. So the Zotman curl is the um, pronation as you go down. So we're starting with that underhand grip, standard curl to begin the movement, and then you're going to rotate palm facing down as you go down in the eccentric. So rotation and then uh, eccentric. And there's a video there too, so you don't have to, you know, take my word for it. It's a little hard to explain. Uh, as I was talking there, I was realizing I was losing myself. So yeah, take a look at the video. Very interesting movement. But what this does is just, it's good for elbow health to load the, the uh, forearm and rotate in that flexed position. So anytime people have elbow pain, it's usually from weak parts of the elbow and usually through rotation um, when we're doing kipping pull-ups, uh, handstand push-ups, really um, big compound movements that put a lot of force through the elbow. It's usually just a, a strength issue and stability issue. So this will help with that. And then the banded tricep extension, again, just doubling down on that elbow health, getting the triceps nice and strong, isolating that elbow joint a little bit. So again, as long as we're getting that burning, filling, pumping feeling in the arms, then you're doing the right thing. Don't worry about weight too much. The weight is only there to get you to that feeling, right? So don't just grab 50s for the curls because you want to look cool in front of everyone. Grab the lighter weight, make sure we're doing it right, getting that deep pump in the bicep, and then same thing with the tricep extension, making sure the band is appropriate. So note Again, no weight for the glute bridge hold. We're dropping the weight just to hold in that isometric extended position. So after the bodybuilding, we have a quick workout here, a rower on acid. So we'll spend five minutes reviewing rowing. And it's just rowing and bodybuilders, so not too much to review here. So getting into this workout for total work time on the five-minute mark, you have 500-meter row. 20 bodybuilders and we're going to do that three times so this system is going to be heavy breathing into full body burn levels considerations will be rowing and then the goal is sub 10 minutes so with this one because we are searching for that full body burn feeling we're going to be pretty close to max effort um, i would hold back maybe five percent on that row to start so for the first two rounds 
getting right to the edge of max effort, but stopping short and then continuing that uh, pacing into the bodybuilders. And then on that last round is kind of where we really shoot for the breathing or the full body burn and really dump all of our energy into that. So scaling's pretty uh, minimal on this one. So as we drop, bodybuilders will drop in reps just so earlier levels can maintain their pace all the way through. And then once we get to yellow, we also drop the row uh, distance again so that pacing can be maintained and we can get to that full body burn feeling. So really searching for that full body burn on the final round and just kind of teetering on the edge in the first two rounds, maintaining consistent breathing throughout. And during your rest, make sure with whatever time remaining in the five minutes, right? Make sure we're walking around, taking deep breaths, actively recovering. I would not sit down for too long, um, particularly after that second round, getting into the third round. We just want to keep blood flowing through the legs um, and through the arms so that you can maintain pace on that row. So then our energy system descriptor here, heavy breathing. Breathing will, <clears throat> breathing will pick up very quickly on the row and carry into the bodybuilders. Expect heart rate and discomfort to increase with each round until you hit full body burn in that final round. So that is our the end of our interesting day here on Thursday. Uh, the extra credit for Thursday is just carries. So kind of hitting on our durability here pretty hard. Uh, accumulate 400 meter farmers carries. So pretty much as heavy as you can, maintaining at least 50 meters at a time. So as heavy as you can, maintaining 50 meter unbroken sets at a time. So that is Thursday. Moving right into Friday here. So Friday, we're hitting our weightlifting electricity discipline uh, pretty hard, not only in the strength, but in the workout as well. So the strength, we do have overhead squats. So that means our warm-up is going to be geared towards those overhead squats. So we have single unders, PVC pass-throughs, PVC behind the neck press, plank, and then wrist stretch, a four-way wrist stretch, just to make sure everyone's wrists are feeling good for this uh, you know, pretty intense position with the overhead squat. So we have 20 minutes total for the overhead squat. Almost half of that time is just reviewing the movement and making sure everyone's comfortable. And then we have 12 minutes to either build to a heavy five or just accumulating sets, uh, orange through purple, just accumulating sets of overhead squats. And then we have wall squats for yellow and white. So that is more um, squat therapy in quotations, as they would say. But just getting everyone comfortable, familiar with that range of motion and having their hands over their head. It is a very intense position to be in, very awkward position, but it is good for awareness, shoulder stability, core stability, um, mostly awareness though, right? Being able to hold a weight over your head and squat is it takes a lot of coordination. So just not, not pushing the weight too much here past your comfort zone. We want to be very comfortable here. Um, particularly because of this position and how intense it is on the shoulders and the, the upper back. So we will carry this technique and all of the things you practice here into the workout because there are overhead squats in the workout. Uh, so just keeping that in mind as well. So for our movement review, we also have power cleans. So we're going to do clean progressions, get everyone prepared for those, and then build to the workout weight. Uh, workout weight isn't too heavy, so you should be able to uh, build pretty quick, but you don't want to just throw workout weight on right away and get it going, right? Give it give it a few sets in between and make sure everything's feeling good. So our workout here, Gator Hunter, three rounds for time, 16 power cleans, uh, 12 slash 10 cal air bike. 
eight overhead squats at the same weight as the power clean and then a 200 meter run. This is going to be a breathe and burn workout with weightlifting and flexibility. Flexibility for the overhead squats being the levels considerations and the goal here is sub 12. So as we scale down here, weight will drop for the power clean and then go to hang power clean. Weight will proportionally drop for the overhead squats. Calories on the air bike will drop, running stays the same. Uh, and then as we go down into yellow and white, kettlebell swings for the hang power cleans and then PVC overhead squats for the overhead squats. So we're still getting that stimulus and that, you know, coordination aspect of holding the PVC pipe overhead, but none of the um, risks, I would say, with having weight for those earlier levels, right? So still getting that, that overhead squat feeling, but uh, dropping the weight completely off. So with this workout, really focused, obviously, on tight technique for the power cleans and overhead squats, but unbroken sets for the power cleans and overhead squats. So this weight is just light enough to where you can hook grip and hold on for all 16 reps. At least I would um, definitely once we get down to hang power cleans for the earlier levels. But 75, 55, 95, 65, 115, 85 are all doable weights for the each level. To do unbroken, we only have three rounds, so we definitely want to challenge that grip a little bit, get that breathe and burn feeling going right away, uh, keeping those power cleans unbroken, carrying that tempo, that pace into the air bike, holding it there, a couple deep breaths, actually maybe more than a couple deep breaths, make sure you're fully ready for the overhead squats, you want those to be unbroken, super crisp, super consistent, so take, a, take the longest break that you're going to take in this workout between the air bike and the overhead squats. As soon as you finish the overhead squats, we're right outside, moving on the run, and then right back into unbroken power cleans. So for this workout, air bike and run are interchangeable. So you can run here instead of bike, and you can bike here instead of run. I know not everybody is going to have bikes for every single person in class. It's probably pretty rare that a gym would have bikes for every single person that's in class. So kind of mix and match so people can just hop on the bike when it's free run when it's not free and then that way we're having continuous movement no one's waiting for anything and we're still hitting that breathe and burn um system right so then our breathe and burn system descriptor here breathing and burning will ramp up quickly on the power cleans right because we're keeping them unbroken and remain consistent or remain constant throughout the workout so it'll kind of just sit and slowly build throughout uh, but it'll kick you right into this system on those power cleans and then getting right into the air bike or the run so our extra credit here is going to be core work. So we have kettlebell side bends on the right side, then plank rotations, kettlebell side bends on the left, some more plank rotations for three sets. It's just working through different planes of movement that maybe we're not hitting in the workouts or in the strength with the rotation and the, the side bends there. So it's super important just to maintain, um, you know, that oblique strength, that rotation strength, that frontal plane strength. Again, just rounding us out, making sure that we uh, are hitting all aspects of fitness um, and aspects of movement in our training. So then getting into our final day of the week here, Saturday, and this is our hero workout. So the warm-up going to be geared towards all of this stuff that we're doing in the workout. So we have six wall slides, 10 scat push-ups, 16 reverse lunges, and then 30 seconds of couch stretch for three rounds. So just generally getting us ready for this workout. In this workout, you'll be able to kind of ease your way in and kind of warm up as you go. 
um, because of the structure of it. And you'll see what I'm talking about when we get down there. So movement review, we're going to review and demo all the movements, mostly uh, very familiar movements that we're all used to doing. The only one I would spend a little extra time on is the lunges, just because that's the a unilateral movement. Definitely the hardest movement to do here. Um, and then reviewing push-ups, making sure that everyone's movement on the push-ups is looking good. So this workout is Tellier or Tellier. I'm not really quite sure how to pronounce that. I looked it up a few times, couldn't figure it out. But uh, four time, 10 burpees. Then you go to 10 burpees, 25 push-ups, 10 burpees, 25 push-ups, 50 lunges, 10 burpees, 25 push-ups, 50 lunges, 100 at mat sit-ups. And then we go back through all of that again, 10 burpees, 25 push-ups, 50 lunges, 100 at mat sit-ups, and finish with 150 air squats. So very plumbing dependent, very muscular burny system-wise, and that's why that is the system muscular burn. And uh, just a lot of volume here as we go, and it, it's going to sneak up on you a little bit, uh, especially those push-ups. Uh, so our levels considerations here are API and upper body push. So the API is just for the burpees and just general fitness for this one. And then upper body push will determine uh, the push-up um, variations and volume that we end up at. The goal here is just finishing in 40 minutes, finishing in the allotted time. Of course, if you have a Saturday class and there's nothing after it, you guys can run this until everyone's finished. You don't have to stop at 40 minutes. Uh, generally, that's why we put these longer hero workouts on a Saturday so that you can take more than an hour for a class if you need to and kind of let people uh, finish this entire thing and kind of suffer through the whole thing and not get stopped short. Um, so this workout is going to be a grind for sure. Really focused on consistent movement on the push-ups, consistent movement on our lunges and not falling off too much on our pace as, as we build in that volume. So 10 burpees real smooth, break up those push-ups right away, quick sets of even five for these upper levels, not a horrible idea, but making sure that we're able to maintain some sort of consistency as we get into these later rounds, right? And we're not doing singles here in the second to last round. We're not doing singles here in this last round and just sucking up a ton of time. So maintaining consistency with those reps across all the rounds. Once we get into the lunges and ab mat sit-ups, that's just going to be a matter of constant continuous movement. If you take a quick break on the ab mat sit-ups, maybe every 10 to 20 reps just to relieve that tension, not a horrible idea. Again, you will have to do another set of 100 in that final round. So breaking at 20, really quick, holding yourself up, making sure the abs can relax, not a bad idea. Lunges should be pretty much straight through. Um, there's no reason to slow down on those, just constant, consistent movement and, and just getting those done as quickly as you can. And then once we get to the air squats, this is going to be fairly, I mean, half the reps of Murph, but kind of the same type of strategy. Uh, usually what I do is like 25 reps and then I'll walk in a circle, 25 reps, walk in a circle, 25 reps, just to break it up a little bit. And you're not standing in the same place. You can kind of get some blood flow into the legs in between sets by walking but just a little bit of movement after each set, again, to keep the blood flowing and uh, stay consistent on those air squats. But again, this is gonna be a grind. We're just trying to get through it as cleanly as we can, as smoothly as we can, break up the reps as you need to, as you go again, to make it as clean and as smooth and as consistent as possible. But just like every hero workout, um, you know, just gonna be a grind, it's gonna be a long one. 
So that is the workout. And then our energy system descriptor here, muscular burn. Uh, burn will gradually build as rounds go on and movements are added. Expect a deep burn when getting to 50 plus reps on the, uh, but when you add the lunges, ab mat sit-ups, air squats, those is where those are where the deep, deep burn is going to come in from those larger sets. Uh, and really quick on scaling, forgot to do the scaling here. So burpees drop down into bodybuilders, push-ups to box push-ups, uh, and then everything else is scaled either through that movement that we talked about or reps will drop pretty drastically as we go down. So for these earliest levels, we're not hammering them with, you know, 100, 200 ab mat sit-ups, that's going to drop quite a bit. So expect these earlier levels maybe to finish quite a bit faster just because, you know, loading them with this volume um, would not be very wise. They would have a hard time recovering. So they might finish, you know, 10 minutes faster than these upper levels because of that discrepancy. And one, uh, the movements, right, push-ups are going to take a lot more out of them than, than the box push-ups will. And that volume, right, 150 air squats is just going to take more time than 50 air squats regardless. So just keep that in mind that, that some of these here are workouts scaled down. They just move a little bit quicker for these earlier levels. So then the final uh, extra credit session of the week, we have some mobility, four sets, five Jefferson curls, and then 15 banded straddle good mornings. So this one is uh, a like loaded stretching, I would say. So this one's very interesting. So making sure that we use a band that's heavy enough to pull us through into some greater range of motion, but not so heavy that we can't control that movement. So that will round out our week. Scroll back up to the top here. So pretty interesting week finishing with that hero workout. And again, next week we do have assessments. So keeping that in mind, letting everyone at the gym know that you do have assessments next week. So it's very important you come in and get your workouts in this week. And then, of course, don't forget to fill out our weekly survey. This is the only way to give us any actionable feedback, posting in the group, sending messages. Um, it definitely doesn't get corralled in the same way and really focused on in the same way as the, the weekly survey. So if you have any feedback, anything you want us to work on, add to the program, take out of the program, whatever it may be, throw it in the weekly survey. And we definitely will talk about it every single Wednesday we talk about it. Uh, I'm not lying to you when I say that. That's the first thing we do on Wednesday. So um, other than that, if you guys have any questions, you can post it in the group, send me a message. Um, but I will talk to you next week.